amplify this frequency of of love in ways that are life-giving and generating and creative. And that could look like baths. And that could look like, you know, like we said, the glittery makeup or time in nature or singing songs or dancing with wild abandon. It's not so serious. It's like we can have fun and play here. We have to like mind our attention and remember that we are coordinates for love and for joy and for pleasure and for creativity. And it's like we are emitting something. We are all emitting a frequency. That's what we're doing. And based on what you're consuming or what you're letting consume you is what you're emitting. Welcome to Cosmic Rx Radio, a podcast that gives you real-life tools of spiritual empowerment and pure hype. I'm your host and intuitive guide, Maddie Murphy. I'll be serving up your weekly energy readings, cosmic boss interviews, and astro inspiration. Are you ready to love yourself more, manifest your dream life, and own your magic? Let's jump in. Hello, my cosmic baddies. Welcome back for another super sparkly special episode of Cosmic RX Radio. I have back in the house, in the pod, in whatever this quantum space we're in, back by popular demand, I have Isette Rose Santoro, who is one of my best friends in this lifetime and other lifetimes. You heard her past episode where we talked all about energy protection. And as a reminder, she's a multidimensional artist, warrior, badass teacher. You know, she's worked with celebs in Hollywood. She's worked at some of the biggest and best uh, healing centers in the United States. But really what her work is, is being a complete oracle for what we need down here on earth. She is a game changer. She is here to galvanize, activate and bring like spiritual messages that are huge and even beyond my comprehension sometimes, breaking them into just witty little tidbits for you to take on your day. I am so excited to see what she has in store for us. Meet your new spiritual bestie, Aset. And Aset, thank you for coming on and being here. I'm so excited. You're the one person everyone knows in this podcast when I listen to. I lose myself. Like I'm just like here completely <laughs> captive. Like I'm like a little kid. I'm like, just talk. You just talk. <laughs> Take it away. How are you doing? Thanks for coming on again. Thanks for having me, Maddie. I love you. Oh, my goodness. What's up, cosmic baddies? It's good to be here in these, yeah, quantum airwaves with you all. Oh, yeah. so good to join this space all together. Yeah, it feels amazing. It is. it is. Oh, man. So what are we talking about, Maddie? So everyone has a little background. Most people are like, okay, I know what you want to talk about. I like where I ask people to talk on a subject. When it comes to set, my dear friend, I'm like, this is the conversation. What are your guides? What does your intergalactic council need us to know? And not just us, me too? Because I also need some reason. So that's the question that I pose. Um, that's a question I've been posing for years whenever we chat. And it's yeah. always the exact information I need and helping me get through like the next stretch of time with wisdom, with love, with sometimes a little of that like tough love, like the mama who just wants you to know, like, this is what we got to know. And obviously like practices and, and tips that help me integrate this into my everyday life. So when I asked you that question, yeah, what, what's present for you? What do you feel like we need to know right now in the earth field? Yes, totally. I tuned in with the crew who I'll just name the Arcturians, Arcturian Council of Light, Chief Atalakom, who is a Mohican chief of the land that I'm on, Ikong Tung, who is some like intergalactic, non-binary creature who speaks in light language, the Amazon warrior women, Las Serenas, they're like a group of mermaid muses, Yamanja, the Odisha of the waters, Isis, the homie. The home. <laughs> and Mother Mary. All star crew. Like when they it's like an all star crew. Out, when they pull out like a reunion show with the best <laughs> of characters from all the seasons of a show, I'm like, yep. Yeah. Those are the all stars. Those are the crowd favorites. Like, um, but you know, before we even get started, I'm just I'm sure if I'm sure people listening are curious, how did you get to know who you were 
communicating with? And and was it an ongoing process? Like, tell us about that a little bit. Yeah, yeah. It's great because I started kind of hearing and cognizing this information. So it was like clairvoyance, clairaudience, claircognizance, clairsentience. Like I felt that from a very young age. And I went through periods of like being open to it and being like, nah, dude, that's a lot. And then it was rest in peace, Maladoma Somme, who I had a divination with, the great Dagara African elder and shaman who recently transitioned into this next form of eternality. I had a divination with him uh, a few years ago now, maybe it's more than a few. (laughs) And he was like, you need to be having a daily debrief with the crew and the unseen. It's like, you're like the CEO. You need to go in kind of be like, okay, y'all, here's what's up. What do you need me to know? And he's like, and they may be willing to work with you. And I was like, oh, okay. And so I sat down one day and I was like, welcome to our first debrief. Um, (laughs) And something just in me was kind of like, because it's always felt like not a one. It's always felt like a group, but I didn't really know. And I I hadn't really thought to ask, but I could tell that they had different feelings, tones, textures, resonance. So I could tell Mm. that there was more than one. And so I was like, okay, like, let's, let's like scan the room here. So I was like, who's here? And so the first thing was like Octurian or Octagon or whatever. Something like it was like, it was like Octurian is what I heard. Arcturian. Mm-hmm. And then my guides, you know, my guides, they're always like, Google it. That's their thing. That's one of my favorite things. And you're a Gemini rising. And Gemini to me is like the sign of like the Google it. Like, it's like, <laughs> I'll just find the information. Like, yeah. it's yeah. all out there. And so I love that your guides, one of their like mantras, biggest words of advice for you is always like, Google it. Google it. But that's the great thing. I think that I think that the key is that like, and you can ask for this is like, tell me in a way that I'll understand. You know, they'll speak to you through the Zodiac right? And astrology, because they know you and get that. That's my framework. Yes. Right. And for you, you're like, when I learn something new, I Google it. I'm a researcher. I'm a researcher. You know what I mean? Like, I'll find anything. So they're like, Google it. And I'm like, oh, great. You know, it's gonna be like octopus or octagon, whatever. I was like, okay, cool. Yeah, I'll Google this. And so then I Google it. And I was like, oh, my God. There's a star called Arcturus. There's like a, it's like a thing. Arcturians are, I think more people are talking about Arcturians now. I had heard of Palladians, but like I hadn't ever heard of Arcturians before. Again, it's way more in the ether nowadays, but this was like, I don't even know, five, six years ago or something. And so it was not in my field of awareness. And so I was like, no. oh my God, I always knew I was an alien. I was like, I'm yeah, so seen yeah. <laughs> and confirmed and affirmed. And so I went and I like told some people, I was like, you are never gonna believe this. You know, I am talking to the Arcturians. They're talking to me, you know? (laughs) And so I had this whole moment or whatever. And then I go back the next day and they were like, we're so happy that you are happy that we're here and that you're sharing this with people. But they were like, but stop acting like so surprised. We've been talking to you since you were a child. You're here on an Arcturian mission. I was like, cool. I knew knew that. I didn't forget the assignment as a human. (laughs) I know the assignment. I knew that. I knew that. (laughs) But it was like, it was very, a very humbling moment. And also a very Mm. like moment of like, you just sit back in the chair. You're like, oh, like so much started to come together and make more sense for me. And I didn't then go and try and find every Arcturian bit of anything that I wanted to read or find. Cause it was just like, I just wanted to keep it pure. Mm, mm-hmm. So I don't know what other people have written about Arcturians. I just know like what I'm connecting with. And, you know, they talk from like fifth dimension, 10th, 11th dimension. They're very, very high vibrational frequency creatures. I mean, they are on their Star Wars game, yo. Like, I'm just like, cool, cool, cool. Like, you're the professional. I'm just gonna human. Like, I'm still in the 3D. Like, they'll be on some, like, we need you to do this, 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 and this. And I'm like, do I look like I was in the last Marvel movie? I have this meat suit dragging me down. Will there be snacks involved? I don't have a brace on lit on my hand that fucking beams out. You know, like there definitely is a little bit lost in translation, I'll have to say. Like, because there were moments where I'd be like, okay, yes, I could do that. And then I'm like, I had to have a moment where I was like, I am so honored 
and I love you. But I'm going to need to press pause because you do not, like, some of them have never been here. Right. And they don't even, I'm literally imagining, like, like in a movie or something, like some, like, galactic, like, go, just quickly, go to London and send this message. You're like, sweetie, I'm in, like, New York. You're so cute. I have not figured out how to, like, bilocate. (laughs) I remember I like that. I love and I think that's so funny because I think with your guides, I always lose like a relationship. Like you have to show up, you have to sit with them, you have to talk with them, you listen, like just like any relationship, the consistency and communication is key. But I also love like any relationship, you're gonna have to be like boundaries. Boundary. And I mean like I still have my own personal experience that you might not understand. And like I'm like I have like children and or, yes. just like human yes. 3D limitations of like travel and, and, and yes. I have to go to sleep and all these things. So Yes. Yeah. So it's been a really interesting journey with them. And so I love them so much and I'm so grateful. And I know that I'm here and like primarily like Arcturian for me, the Arcturian mission is the highest frequency of love and harmony and creativity and beauty. And so like, I'm like, I'm doing my best with that y'all. You know what I mean? And I will do what I can. Like there are certain things that I'm like, yes, I'm here. I'm doing it. And they're so great when I show up and I'm overwhelmed and I'm like, what's up with the debrief today? They'll just be like, you're doing great. Just keep on keeping, you know, (laughs) thumbs up. (laughs) I love that. The equivalent of like going into class growing up and they're like, just like watching a movie today. You're like, thank you. I just needed that. (laughs) It's like just a little cupcake. Well, yeah, exactly. And then the chief, you know, chief of Taukam, like that was my first experience when we became the stewards of this land the first night I was here, I've never seen like an actual ghost form before. I see images, I hear things or whatever, but this was like, I could see in my bedroom, the outline with the whole headdress and the whole thing. And I had had experiences living on Long Island where, oh my God, I would have droves of indigenous folks who were like stuck in between places because of like horrible massacres, like come in my dreams or nightmares and like need help kind of getting to the like next level of the thing. So I'm like, oh, chief, it's such an honor. You must be stuck in the in-between. I can help you. Now knowing what I know, it's also hilarious. And the chief was like, you're so cute. I need your help. Yeah. Like, I've been waiting for you. Like, you're here because I wanted you here and my people wanted you here. Like, we've been waiting for you to come and be in the co-creation of what this land, like, wants to be and how this land wants to express. So we're going to be working together, you know, like, we're partners now. Great. And I was like, oh, my God, that's amazing. Like, so that was amazing. But I wasn't in, like, a daily, I mean, consciously. Like, I was, I spent many, like, listening to the land or whatever, but I wasn't like, oh, we're talking more regularly now. So then it was like, I was, so chief was like, I'm here. I'm like, right. Yes. Chief chief's here. And then Ikong Tung, like, again, I was just like, you know, I just heard that. And I'm like, okay, cool. Right. Then it used to be a grandmother figure. And they're, they're mm-hmm. like this in an arc over my head. And so right mm-hmm. at the center was a grandmother figure, like that beautiful wise, like just that, mm-hmm. like one that, you know, you see with the long hair and it's all, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, her, yeah. um, <laughs> And just at the end of the year, uh, like, like when I started getting those messages about this, like mental virus coming on the planet before the pandemic started, this was like, I don't know if this was like a learning lesson or what happened, but I was doing my normal rounds and I go up there and she would always kiss me on the forehead. Mm. And on this day, she went to go kiss me, but I could see it was very quick, but I could see that there was something coming through her. That was literally going to, it during that kiss, try and suck my third eye out. It was kind of dramatic. And so immediately I had to, like, she had been infiltrated, basically. And so that was the end. I had to clear her and oh, wow. she's gone. A few months later, I went to Egypt and in her place came the Amazon warrior women. So they're there. And they just sort of like, I was in Egypt and they just sort of like landed in that spot. And I was just like, okay, cool. And then the muses, again, I just went around, I'm like, okay, and who's over here? And they were just like showing me these like mermaids and they're like, they're almost like the Greek muses, I guess, you know, like mm-hmm. they go with the different seasons or, you know, it's like earth and the elements, and they're elemental and they're different. Like they're very, it's all about creative. So they help me organize sort of like different facets of my life. I don't know how to explain it. 
And then Yemanja, who's been like, again, with me for so long, but I just didn't know in this way. And so, you know, she asked me to do like water rituals and, you know, she's supporting me around like the sophistication and like choreography of things and uh, flow Mm. and fluidity because a lot of my world, it's all very like complex endeavors, (laughs) complex systems. That's just welcome to my world. And so Yamanja is like there for the assist on that. But then I also have to be in sacred reciprocity with water. Like that's Mm. the agreement. And, and Mary Magdalene was, was there before. And then that's for another story, another time. And I don't know if I'm allowed to tell that story. So I won't. And now Mother oh, Mary's there. Juicy. Okay. <laughs> oh, juicy. I love the tea. Some tea. We've got, we've got a little tea that I don't know if I'm allowed to spill. So I'm just going to hold that. Well, you're very generous with that. I think it really helps. to hear. Thank you for explaining yeah. all that and walking yeah. us through that. Because I think, uh, I just think if you're getting to know your guides, I think there has to be a certain level of like, I use a trust yeah. in the feeling. Like I'm feeling yeah. that there's different flavors, textures, and I just know a name and I heard it come through. How does it speak to me? For me, Google it. But I yeah. think um, to hear you really walk through that, I think it's going to help people because I think some people are just very vague, like my guides, my guides. Yeah, and yes. I don't, yeah. And it's so different for everyone, just like our intuition is different, just like how our you know learning styles are all different. So is our relationship with our guides. So thank you for that. Okay, so now what What all, all those amazing people are here with yeah. the message for us today. Exactly, so, yes. Or those, I mean, not people, those beans. Yes. So let's let's talk a little bit about what what's present for you. So it's good. Like I kind of, you know, I scanned through them all and was just like, okay, I'm going on the airwaves today. Like what y'all want to be known? Like I'm here for you. And, you know, I just wrote notes. And when I look at them, I'm like, okay, I can see some arcs here. So I would say that the first thing would just be there's a lot of distractions and noise in the field. And it varies in levels of intensity from like last time we were kind of joking and I don't want to joke at anyone's expense that we were like from like Kanye or Will and Chris, you know, to like the Ukraine, you know, and Russia and the, you know, the pandemic or whatever. So it's like, it's varying degrees of intensity from which Mm. you could say, and I'm not saying like when it comes to like the war, I'm not saying that like people's lives are a distraction. And let me just actually tune in about that while we're here right now. Cause I'm like, I added that peace. And I just want to hear what they have to say about like (laughs) war and stuff. So just give me a minute. (laughs) Okay. So what they just basically said is like, what's happening in the earth plane is like a microcosm of a macrocosm. Mm. So there's fighting at every level. And, you know, what they kept saying was like, our work right now is to to never stop amplifying and presencing the frequency of love absolute. Like where love is, war is not. Mm. And so holding that frequency is like an antidote. And if, if we can get to a point where we can create critical mass around that, we may see less of that. There'll always be like good old fashioned interpersonal drama like to help us like sharpen our raise, you know, our pencils. Mm-hmm. Right. The good old soul growth. Right? Good old soul growth. But we're traveling through a portal of transformation at like global levels at every dimension, mentally, spiritually, emotionally, physically, that's going to be made manifest. How are you going to navigate through that? You know, how are you going to be the eye of the storm? Mm. right there's going to be chaos there's going to be ships swirling all around you like how can you be in the eye of that storm and hold a particular frequency a particular presence so they were just like steer clear of the distractions it's going to look crazy when like you see like a massive airstream floating through the air because a tornado lifted it off like it's totally the phenomenal world is fascinating but Mm -hmm. who cares if you're just looking at it and going wow that's amazing like what are you doing And Mm -hmm. so it's like, you know, they just said, steer clear of distractions and anchor into a practice that's going to generate and create and amplify and anchor and presence this frequency of love absolute. It's not like ooey gooey, I love you love. It's like Mm -hmm. everybody's right and everybody's wrong. It's a place of neutrality. It's a place of compassion. 
it's a place of like, so now what? Like, okay, so, okay. Like, so what are you going to do now? What are you going to do now to, you know, make your corner of the world better? And I think that all, that all starts with really at the most simplest form, it's self-love. Dance, mm. breathe, go outside, be in nature, paint with watercolors, give yourself like that cool new glitter eye, <laughs> like <laughs> have fun, like have fun. Like it's really, it's a challenging time to prioritize joy and pleasure. Mm. Everyone I talk to is like, I'm feeling so anxious. I don't know what's going on. I'm feeling so depressed. I don't know what's going mm. on. And it's like, it's not you, boo. It's the collective. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? <laughs> we need that on a bumper sticker, <laughs> yeah. mugs, yeah. t-shirts. Yeah. Yeah. So it's all happening, but like, we get to not be consumed by that. And that was mm. like, specifically, that's what came up. So like, instead of being consumed by and used by we get to be mindful of what we are choosing to consume and choosing to use. So don't let oh, it use you, okay. use it. <laughs> right. So we talk about that, like being mindful. I'm hearing so many great things here. Just like want to like you know, mirror back. Some of what I'm hearing is definitely this thing around like distractions, like yes. cutting out the distractions. You know, at the time of recording, we just had the whole like Will Smith and Chris Rock Oscars yeah. thing. And, you know, it's one of those things like, okay, both wrong, both, both right. right. Everyone. Yeah, everyone. Audience, wrong, right. Everyone. People commenting, wrong and right. Everyone. The two individuals. But like you said, it's more like, okay, and now what? And I think we're all kind of waking up to that. Even yeah. like 10 years ago, it was amazing how like our brains would just be like in a celebrity scandal for like yeah. consumed. But now there's enough like awareness of people like, okay, but now what? But of course yeah. we can still get caught. And there's like almost more distractions than ever to, like fighting for our attention. Yes. So I'm almost like imagining when you're talking, I was imagining like unplugging all these, you know, not to quote like the matrix as everyone online does, but like unplugging all those like things from us that are like sucking our distraction and almost plugging ourselves back into the earth first and foremost and into like that heart space of what that means to be in self-love and joy and creating a practice around that. But then also this thing around consuming. I feel yeah. like that's a really important next part of this. So what does that mean? Like being mindful of what you're consuming. They were showing me that we're in this like really huge evolutionary process that's happening within each and every one of us, that there's almost mm -hmm. like a mutation. Like mm. you think about how we evolved as creatures and like different functions, you know, it's like, there's probably like at some point, like my thumbs are always hurting. Like at some point we probably are going to have some kind of bionic thumb to keep up with like how we text. Oh, do you know what I mean? oh my God. 100%. It's like a new function that we've never had to do. So like, there's like something's happening so that like future generations will have like a better thumb. Their thumbs are going to be super powered. You're super so powered. Right. They're like, going to be way more agile. They're going to be like another, like, like a more useful finger. I don't know. But like, it's like sort of like that. And so it's happening at like a cellular and cellular level. And it's like this deep and profound upgrade that they said like may not make sense or reveal for many generations. We don't have to know. Mm. We don't have to understand it. However, I don't know what the newest... OS is for, for Apple, but let's just call it like Black Panther 17. Love that. Okay. So like in order to get that upgrade, we can't have any like malware, like, you know, viruses mm. on the thing, on the hard drive. So there needs to be more purity in the system. And again, you don't have to know why or what's happening or understand. It's like light codes are coming in, basically is what they showed. Mm -hmm. And so whether it's the food you're eating, and again, it's so specific, like what works for you will not work for me. It's very like apples, like someone's mm -hmm. like an apple a day keeps a doctor away. Not for me. I have an apple sensitivity. That shit don't work for me. Apples are not on my list. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you know, getting your, finding your way to like clean air if you can. Like some of these things that are so precious, like clean air and clean water are getting like harder and harder to get mm -hmm. like, can you get yourself an air purifier? Can you like hop on a bus and get to some countryside? Can you, you know, mm -hmm. buy one of those, like a bottle that has like a built-in water filter? I don't know, but those types of things, but it's also, yeah. Like what are you consuming mentally? Mm. We spoke to physically, emotionally, spiritually. So like, I also know a lot of people have people leaving like relationships, leaving their lives. Yeah. I, for example, like I don't watch much TV, but I did just binge Bridgerton 
which I was very excited to see. And for me, that's like falls under the category of just like something that I'm going to do that's going to be like feed my soul and be restful and fun. And it was. However, I didn't sleep well for the three nights and days Mm. that I was binging. My head hurt. It didn't elevate my system at all. It was in my dreams. You know, it's like things that detract or destruct or degenerate or diffuse versus things that generate, create, amplify that are life-giving. And so Mm. what's sucking something out of you and what's, you know, helping you create more and giving more to you, it's kind of like if you just were able to dial into those two things, you have to be attuned to how you feel, how you feel in the presence of someone. You know, it's like podcasts Mm. like this or bust. Do you know what I mean? Right. You know, like if your podcast, your, you know, IG feeds aren't like hitting you up on some cosmic RX level, like that's, (laughs) that's gotta be baseline. That's baseline. This is the the bare minimum. There's nothing below this. Bare minimum. Do you know what I mean? Like, how are you feeding me and helping me have the strength and stamina to show up better in my life in the midst of hurricane? How are you helping me to be the eye of the storm in the midst of chaos? Because if you're just going to take me down some emotional fucking rabbit hole that's going to trigger me. Like there's plenty Mm -hmm. of that. Do you know what I mean? What are we consuming? And then again, it's like the internets, the algorithms, you know, they talk about artificial intelligence. That is a cute name, but what it is, is machine learning. It's not Mm -hmm. intelligent. It just learns Mm -hmm. your habits and behaviors. And let's be honest, we don't have the best habits and behaviors, especially when it comes to online usage. And it's going to glom on to whatever it sees you or hears you saying and keep feeding you something. And it's the phenomenal world. If you're fascinated with this thing, you're going to be there. And then like, you know, however much longer later, notice how you feel. Do you feel enlivened? Do you feel like Mm -hmm. you just did something that like nourished you and gave you more energy? Or did it make you like a little spacey? And a little disconnected and maybe even like get into some kind of like comparison game. Right. I love what I'm hearing because so much of this does relate to one of the things you just said, which is like, which is the big thing about unplugging from all that distraction is learning to tune in and feel yeah. what you're feeling in the moment. And that's why sometimes a lot of this work is hard because it's not one size fits all. It's mm-hmm. not one. Okay, everyone do this one thing, like eat this one food. And it's so easy. And then people get really like self-righteous or preachy. Yes. Everyone should be eating apples. Yes. Apples are the best. <laughs> yes. And then you're like, they really make my tummy hurt. And so, and that's, again, it's kind of that detaching too from nobody's wrong, nobody's right, even in that model too of like, hey, you need to eat meat for that. Maybe some people like unplugging and watching a TV show actually helps them. Exactly. What is it for you? Is it for you? And tuning in after, like you said, like how do we feel? I'll never forget a few summers ago, um, my cousin had you know brought her kids out to my Montauk house with the beach and everyone was like, you know, end of the day, sunburn, we're all tired, cranky. And she's like, I'm just gonna let them have longer screen time than normal. So they're all like on their iPads and playing their Minecraft. And all of a sudden they went from being like so peaceful, so happy, so joyful, so creative, so free. So then like after like their normal was like 30 minutes and then it was like 50 minutes and they all started like squabbling with each other and they were anxious and they were restless. Yes. And she's like, do you see this? She's like, that's what like it does to them. Imagine what it does to us. And ever since that moment, I check in with myself and I'll, I'll like say to my husband, I'm like, my life was, I'm like, can you put, put my stuff away? Like I've actually been on the device too long. And I think that I'm grateful for the internet. Like I wouldn't probably have met you. I wouldn't, yes. I wouldn't anything I'm doing yes. now is hinged on this wild, like cord I have out to the whole universe, but checking in and the consumption and doing that, like using it and not letting it use you. Absolutely. It's a tool. It's not your complete way of life. Correct. Right. Like, correct. And you got to be really mindful and conscious in order mindful. for that dynamic to be correct. <laughs> Incorrect, That's like so balance. Big. You know, it's so true with the kids thing. I see that too. Like my son goes from being able to play on his own, be outside, totally imaginative to crying, whining, yeah. completely like turning in on himself. Isn't it so fascinating? It's, and then I... I feel that in me too. I'm like, yeah. wow, like how oh, I'm just I'm just cranky for no reason. I feel down. I feel I'm not doing it enough or I just feel numb or ungrounded. I'm like, so that, that's such a huge thing. Is again, I think a lot of we're talking about, I'm laughing at your midheaven and Aquarius and I want to talk about purpose and things, but I feel yes. like that midheaven and Aquarius to you is just some 
huge antenna out to the, to, like you said, the aliens, the star seeds. Yes. But also, like, part of you is so grounded in community. And I know you have, like, you're rooted in wild and you want to get people to the earth. But I feel like you are a little bit in your purpose of Midheaven Aquarius. It's like teaching us how to have, like, technology is not going away, right? Like, maybe there's but a But there small are other technologies. Yeah, yeah. The Earth is the original technology. I mean, and that was the first thing the Earth, the first message I heard, which I haven't gotten to you from the Arcturians is the Earth is calling. The Earth mm. is calling and and there's a stabilization that's, you know, obviously, right? Earth is so like grounded, like, but there's a stabilization that is present there that will help us not give our power away rooting in some other types of technologies, right? And they were saying that, like, being with the Earth and, I mean, one thing that they've been telling me to do, this didn't come through today specifically for this podcast, but for me, they've been saying, you need to sleep on the Earth more. Like, literally get yourself, like, a tent or a teepee or something because there's information in the ground for your Mm. nervous system that will literally stabilize and inform you as things are in, in formation at large. But they were saying that, like, the resiliency, for example, of trees, the root systems that are all interconnected, and again, here we go back to the hurricane, but in Louisiana during Katrina, like, the grove of oak trees, like, nothing happened to them because all of their root Mm -hmm. systems were communicating, connected, so the resiliency was there. And so they were saying, like, if we could understand and tune into the technology of the trees and how to build resilience and be in community Mm. and build more self-sufficiency, there would be more freedom. So the earth is Mm. calling as a way to bring us back to our power, reconnect us with our freedom. I'm reading this book to my son, which is totally amazing called wild robot and spoiler alert. It's about robot (laughs) wild. And anyways, long story short, you know, it's the future. And this one particular, the second book, she's hired to be on a farm and she does everything on the farm. And we use, we use robotic technology on farms now anyways, but I was struck with like, you know, every time I'm reading him this book and he's loving it, I'm like, oh my God, is this the future? Cause like, you know, it's like, I think about pre Google maps mm-hmm. or like pre cell phones. Like I knew everyone's phone number by heart mm-hmm. in my head that I needed to know. I got out a map. And I figured out how to get mm-hmm. somewhere. I had a keener sense of direction. And so one thing that technology is doing, and I'm talking about like computer technology, is we're getting into a codependent relationship and entrusting mm-hmm. that this other thing is going to take us where we need to go. And we're forgetting about the technology and the interdependent relationship we have with nature that can teach us like at like another level, at a, another expanded level of how to get where we're going which then ties into another message they said, which was stay focused. Mm, okay. Because it said, by now you've at least heard whispers of what your soul wants you to do. You either know what your soul wants you to do or you started to hear some whispers of it. Oh, okay. Why you're here. And you may think, be thinking and feeling like, yeah, like you may be a yes to it, but like I need to do these things first. And that's all, again, that's very real life. You know, it's like, mm-hmm. go open your business. Yeah. And I still need to like put food on the table. So it's my, it's a side hustle right now. It's totally cool. But they're mm-hmm. just like, start now. It will take time to build anyway. We're not like, we're building like a whole new reality. Like this isn't like a sand castle. Mm-hmm. This is something that's mm-hmm. going to be structurally sound. And so it's like mm-hmm. lay one brick at a time. So just start with one brick. But it's not like back burner. It's like what one brick can be laid right now, even as you're doing the other things you have to do to survive and maintain or whatever, or like as you're making your pivot, because there's no time to wait. They said there's urgency. And again, it's not about fear. This is about love. It's about purpose. It's about why you're here, what you're here to do and what the world needs now. And I'm saying this to myself, by the way, and I'm saying this to you, Maddie, and everyone else. Like I'm not somewhere that we all aren't. And again, to your point, Maddie, like, yeah, like I am living in my purpose and I'm being called more and more deeper into it. You know what I mean? It's like, it's like we're going deep now. And so it's like really living into, and how do we do that? It's, it's practice. And that was the other thing that came up. It's just like, do these things, like 
amplify this frequency of of love in ways that are life-giving and generating and creative. And that could look like baths. And that could look like, you know, like we said, the glittery makeup or time in nature or singing songs or dancing with wild abandon. Doesn't to be, it's not so serious. It's like, we can have fun and play here. We have to like mind our attention and remember that we are coordinates for love and for Mm. joy and for pleasure and for creativity. And it's like, we are emitting something. We are all emitting a frequency. That's what we're doing. Mm. And based on what you're consuming or what you're letting consume you, is what you're emitting. Wow. That, I mean, that is, I think, the perfect illustration for all of this. And I'm, I'm really laughing with your, I keep thinking, first of all, when you shifted into all the earth as technology, I was like, okay, Venus and Taurus come through. <laughs> Venus and Taurus in the 12th house have something to say. I was like, well, the earth is the original technology. Oh, and everything you said, I was like, thank you. Like, okay, my mama brought me here something to say. Mama Earth has me reminding all of you that, like, she is the original technology. And everything is it was so important and, like, connecting back in, connecting back in, right? Like, not becoming this, like, yeah. you know, there is, um, with your midheaven and Aquarius, like, you know, we're really in a next, like, for the foreseeable future, we're in, like, a 20-year cycle that's very Aquarian yeah. under a 400-year cycle that's very air also. So air has a lot of ability for us to change. Like you said, we're going through some sort of huge moment evolution. We've been in earth era, you know, before the industrial revolution, we've been in earth for a while. So air is beautiful because we we, we see the changes, but like everything has a light and a shadow. And I think about the air thing we need to look out for is not becoming like too cold and like detached from each other, not becoming like becoming the, the robots, becoming the AI like embodiment, like, and you know, thinking about, I keep thinking about that air that we're going into. And I kept saying to people last year, I was like, I think everything is going to be about like, what's the energy and the frequency we're bringing yes, frequency. to the moment? Like what we're doing, Big. you know, how you're showing up in the world and like less about, I think earth was really about perfection and building things and success and attaining things. And and now it's like, well, who's coming with a better energy and frequency? Yes. I think we're already starting to feel a little bit of that where like yes. we've seen a lot of people fall away, like that old chuck and jive that old like you know ability to like fake your energy is like yeah. oh we're starting to feel like no it's no, not it like no. that's not it we're, we're craving and certain people are craving like you know authenticity or yeah. craving like hungry for something real and yeah. I, I think about that so much when i get in my head because listen like i'm in it too like you said i, I can yeah. sit here all day and be like this is what we should do but yeah. i feel like i want to show up perfectly i want to do all these things am i doing this right and then I'm like, what's the energy you're bringing to this right now? Like, That's do it. you need to rest? Do you need to take some yes. breaks? Do you need to be more honest with yourself? Do you yes. need to own up to something more? Like, and so what I'm hearing from you is almost like, get so right, get so clean with like yourself and your relationships and figuring out what you need. Cause you can't really do a lot of this. Let's be honest when yeah. you're in unhealthy and toxic, like patterns with yourself or with other people. And yeah. like, I don't know about you. Whenever I've been in a situation like that, it takes all, talk about energy and attention all going into that right like and i think it's hard to do this and if you're like listening to this and you're just at the beginning i'm not gonna lie to you it's hard and you have to sort of i i heard someone say one time like i think on tiktok about like if you want something you have to be really willing to be in the opposite for a while like Mm -hmm. do you want a really spiritually enriched community then you might have to be alone for a little while because Mm -hmm. you're gonna have to break up with all the people in your life and sit in that place do you want to feel abundant, then you might feel broke for a while while you save your money and you don't spend on the, you know, do you want to, do you want to live and in that, your purpose? And that's the blessing right. of like the, of the polarity planet. Like you can't know one without the other. Like anybody who's worth their salt and like talking about anything was there. Absolutely. You know, they experienced the polar opposite of whatever the fuck they're talking about, or they wouldn't know what they're talking about. Or they wouldn't know. They were thinking, it was, it was thinking that's just reality. How yeah. It was for everyone. Yeah, exactly. So, I think that on this journey too, like, I'm just going to say everything you're saying, like, it's okay, everyone, don't be scared, like, to really fall in love with your life and fall in love with yourself. You might have to have a moment where, like, oh, life doesn't feel, it feels uncomfortable, right? Yeah. To sit in pleasure, you might have to sit in discomfort first. And these practices you mentioned today, like, taking care of your energy, like, when was the last time you did something just for pleasure, for joy, that was creative, that was to let you feel, like, silly and wild and imaginative, because that's the stuff, like, I know as someone like myself who basically only sees things in energy. Yeah. So we're not like in a, I, I think I can see people's auras, but I see something different around people. I see like a, 
like a holographic like mm-hmm. expanding yeah. field yeah. around them and that's why I love like doing readings I can see like ooh the like holograph of like potential ahead of someone yes, I don't see yes. one path but I yes and I really feel like when someone's energy is so depleted or they're holding on to something so tightly or they don't want to reveal a part of themselves or there's some sort of fake mask or projection I'm just like uh, like you know someone would be like oh, that person's so beautiful or so hot or so yeah. amazing and I look at them like I don't know their energy it's just like I can't even like see them. Like it's almost like so one dimensional that it becomes like flies away to me. It's very hard to describe. But when someone's like in their energy, in their truth, taking care of their frequency, showing up in that way, I understand why it's magnetic, first of all, because I feel like so drawn into it. And I understand how important it is for our collective because those people aren't trying to misuse or abuse their power. They're not trying to like live out of cycles of harm, you know, patterns of harm. They're not trying to pass on their hurt. They're not trying to... Which is hard fucking work, P.S. Like, you know, trying to work. parent, not trying to parent, parenting <laughs> and... <laughs> I am parenting. Parenting and trying, what I'm trying not to do is recapitulate intergenerational harm. And sometimes that looks like, oops, I just did that. Oh, that's what that was. Like, you do it t- subconscious. You know, so much mm-hmm. is... And that's like... Something that just really comes up, like, for me in all of this is, like, all of us are, mm-hmm. like, the assignment for all of mm-hmm. us is to clear out that subconscious. Because mm. yes. that's the thing that's, we're living our life through the projection of our subconscious. Mm. And when that shit is not being, like, dealt with, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, we are recapitulating trauma for ourselves, for other people. And so, again, it's like, you know, in that same re- divination with Maladoma, you know, it was very lovely. And, you know, he, was, he said lots of very grandiose things. And then he was just like, but your guides want you, your guides want to thank you. Mm-hmm. Because this is the universal grunt work. Like, it may seem like, yeah. oh, it's so amazing. She can talk to her guides. And, da, 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 da. and like, yes, it's lovely. And like, I'm also fucking super tired and exhausted. And it is lonely. And mm-hmm. I have lost a lot of relationships and, mm-hmm. you know, it's constantly being in the fire of, like, like the belly of death and mm-hmm. rebirth. It's exhausting. It's a lot <laughs> of work, you know? So it's like, I don't say this stuff lightly and I don't, like, you know, want to, like, everyone's got life and circumstance and their survival. Like, survival is still very real. So it's like, you know, being in that frontal cortex is like great, but like our limbic brains are very much activated all the time and it makes it very hard to grow when you're in fight or flight or freeze. So it's like, yes, that's all really real. And the assignment is the assignment. Clean up after yourself. Leave no trace. Yes. Wash your own fucking dishes. And clean out the malware, like you said. Clean out the malware. Just it is what it is. You might spend your entire life doing it. It'll be a worthy project. Oh, so good. Okay, so we're going to wrap up in a minute, but I just want to ask you, I'm curious, because some people, even myself, I'm always like, I like hearing other people's perspective. What is something that you would recommend if someone's like, okay, want to do this, let's start with that subconscious that she was talking yes, about. Yes. How does someone begin clearing out their subconscious? I mean, it's a large, that can be told in podcasts, but as like one thing that comes to mind, like if someone wants an action step from that. The breath is a great place to start. It's our life force energy it's like there's like we can't live with we can't live without like water and we can't live without air and sometimes we're just like literally not breathing we're holding and so stuff's just stuck Mm. and you need to start to create some space and just to loosen the field so that you can even see or hear or know we're like again and that's the thing that's going to change us you know from the parasympathetic sympathetic like it's just Mm. more oxygen (laughs) and frequency like honestly like Listen to some fucking binaural beats. There's literally a beautiful process you can see where when you're locked into like sympathetic mode, your cells don't do this process, which where they open Mm. and close. And when they open, this fluid comes through and cleanses it out. When you're locked into sympathetic, it's there. Nothing's moving and flowing. And that's what triggers epigenetics and disease to flourish because there's not this natural cleansing system that's happening in your body. So just tuning forks or binaural beats or breathing, which is free and available to everybody. I love a good free tool to start too. It's like binaural beats, 
Spotify playlist, go for it. Your breath, it's right there. Because you're going to start to loosen up and you need space first. And then I would say from there, if tears come, let them come. Let Let it flow through you. Become like a hollow tube. Like you can spend a shit ton of money going to a therapist and processing through things. And for some people that will be necessary. I have done that. I think there's merit in it. And I will also say like where I am now, and maybe like I had to go through that to get here, or maybe I can like give you the, like the cliff notes and cheat sheet. It doesn't matter. Just let it flow through you. Like don't attach to the story because it's just like, yeah, all I can say is like, and it's, it's hard to hear. Like, I, you know, I, I sort of tell this kind of like funny story that when I, I don't know, I was like 20 something years old and somebody t- like pulled me to the side. Actually, it was a very amazing somebody, Tracy Ellis Ross. She invited Ooh. me out to dinner and she said to me, and we hadn't met that many times. We hung out like a couple times. And she was like, I wanted to tell you that you are an ACOA. And I was like, oh, thank you. What is that? She was like, you're an adult child of an alcoholic. And I was like, how did you know that? <laughs> Tracy Ellis Ross. Tracy Ellis Ross, how did you know that? She's like, I, you know, I want to take you to an A, like an Al-Anon meeting. And I was like, oh, I've done all the therapy. I'm good. I've worked through it. I'm in a good place. She's like, totally. Just come with me to Al-Anon, you know. Anyways, long story short, I read that. I got all the books about adult children alcoholics. And I had done a lot of work at this point. And I read it. And I was a fucking straight up statistic. There was my whole life and black and white on these pages. I got so depressed because I thought, all these years that my trauma and pain was so special and unique to me. Mm. And it said 98% of the population, 98% of the population. You're trying to tell me that my pain is not special and unique. (laughs) So I say, I like to say that we spend a lot of time weaving more stories about how special and unique our pain is. Mm -hmm. And it's just not, we are Mm -hmm. all traumatized. We are all, all grew up in dysfunction. And this is not a judgment about your parents or anyone. Everyone did the best that they could. They're traumatized. They grew up in dysfunction. This is what we talk about. When we talk about intergenerational trauma. So I guess my, my, my point is just like, let it all come up and become hollow and let it all move. Just let the energy move. It's ready to go. Let it move. So create the space, breathe. There is an intelligence there. Let it do what it does. Go for a run, take a walk, dance it out, and just keep the energy moving. And so much will clear without you having to fucking psychoanalyze it. Mm, oh, so important. I love that. Like letting it move, let yourself be this open channel and let that channel, then the good stuff flows in. Yes. You're not passing it on yes. through you, around you. Yes. I'll never forget my dear friend Colin Bedell. Love his Gemini Capricorn moon ass. Cause you know, I take. When I first got in this healing world, I was like, okay, everyone, oh my God, everyone has these issues. I want to help everyone. And I remember him just looking at me like, if I have to sit with another person and be like, you and your precious problems. Yeah. Oh, yeah. your dad was mean to you. Welcome to life. Everyone's dad was mean to them. And I'm like, uh, and I remember though, I was like, oh my God, that's when I understood the Cap moons are like the leather daddies of the zone, like Capricorn energy. Cause I was like, Ooh, like, ow, but like, yeah. I needed to hear that. Yeah. And it really helped because I think there is an important part, you know, of, of doing some of the self inquiry, but you know, it can tip into that point of navel gazing or needing to analyze or create a story for everything. And what I'm hearing in all of this is detaching from the distraction, figuring out how to self-soothe, self-regulate, be self-sufficient, like take care of your own energy, Yes, keep it open, keep it clear, and then be those roots, like those oak trees you mentioned. Like, so my roots go deep so I can like hold you, you can hold me. And we have this like, yeah, we're doing it on our own, but we have this community of like people who are really clear, right? Like we're not perfect, but like you said, clear, like we're showing up clear and we're not like sticky and we're not projecting things yeah oh i love that i yeah. love that and I, i'm sorry i'm dying but thank you for sharing the 98 percent because i know that feeling of like i thought i was special, so special. This journey so special no not special oh it's sad oh you're such a gem this is why the people the people <laughs> needed more of this have your counsel gave us that amazing information yes. so until the next time you come on mm-hmm. if people want to 
I don't know. Can people find you? Are you I, don't I will be in a cave. Yeah. Send um. out a message to a dove on a full blood moon. <laughs> like, I think Norman, like, you will find me when I'm back. I mean, I have an Instagram handle. Sometimes I show up there. I really like want to be there more. You know, you know, Maddie, I've told you like, oh my, my guides want me to share more. And you're just like, just come on the podcast, girl. It's just come on okay. the podcast. We'll, we'll handle it. We'll handle right. it. I'm like, well, we'll get this. Like, we'll help the girl. Arcturians. <laughs> thanks, baby girl. Because, you know, me and that, like my social media strategy is not on point. <laughs> But yeah, no, Priestess Iset is my current Instagram handle. My website is ericarosesantoro.com. Yes, Iset is a name change. It is the ancient Egyptian name of Isis. And so that's a whole other thing. Um, so that that's where folks can find me. Rootedandwild.org, rootedandwild on Instagram. You know, there'll be some there'll be some tidbits between now and the next time I'm on, I'm on Cosmic RX. I'm sure. Okay. We love that. Thank you so much for, for coming on me. and for sharing all this beautiful wisdom. Yeah. You're the best. Yes. Okay, thank, thank you. you. We also like believe nothing I say. Just. But also like, right. <laughs> like everyone's, everyone's wrong. Everyone's right. Total bullshit. Like only I the things that resonate. <laughs> love that as an ending. I love how mutable you are and how open of a vessel you are, but also everything I say could just be complete bullshit. Complete. So just whatever. Who knows? If it resonates, great. And if it doesn't, and trash it. This is why I love you so okay. much. I love right. you too. Bye. Bye. Do you love getting your Cosmic RX for the week here and want more? Make sure to sign up for our premium subscription so you can get exclusive access to bonus podcast episodes, all of my astrology info for the month ahead, and live new and full moon calls to help you manifest your dream life with an intentional international community of other cosmic baddies. Sign up through our link in show notes. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you want to know more about Cosmic RX, head on over to thecosmicrx.com. And if you really love this show, I'd love it if you left a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. I super love hearing from you and reading your reviews. All right, you cosmic baddie, tune in next week. And until then, remember, love yourself fully, work your magic, and take no shit.